This is Not Your Average Bucket List by Only In Your State, a podcast about exploring the hidden gems right in your own backyard. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Bucket List by Only In Your State. My name is Marissa Roman and I'm joined by my co-host, Sarah Heddleston. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Marissa. How are you doing this week? You know, I'm doing great. I'm excited to talk about the next stop on our list. Yeah, me too. Uh, Diving right into the Garden State this week, we're talking about New Jersey, and we are taking this road trip to the small town of Lambertville. What were your initial thoughts about Lambertville, New Jersey? Did you have any? Did you know anything about this place? So I will say I'm very unfamiliar with New Jersey in general. Uh, I think the only times I've been in the state was when I landed at Newark. And so that's not really spending any time in the state. So I was looking really forward to kind of seeing what the small towns were like in New Jersey. And I was really pleasantly surprised with Lambertville. Uh, Didn't hear of it before, but it's definitely very quaint. And it also seems to be a bit of a like a twin city situation um, with right. New Hope. Yes. Excellent observation. Um, I do think that people that are familiar for, with New Hope, Pennsylvania, probably more so than Lambertville, um, but they're, they're neighbors right across the river. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say that I just want to get it out there that I apologize if I <laughs> mention anything that is in New Hope and not specifically Lambertville, because there does seem to be a lot of crossover. Yeah, that is true. And just with that, the New Hope Lambertville bridge right there, and that you can walk it in a matter of minutes, I think it's fair to include some fun attractions next door too, or... Uh, I mean, there's just really so much going on in the area as is. It's kind of hard not to mention things going on in New Hope. Right. Yep. And I do think that uh, Lambertville just is a, I love that it is on the river. And I feel like a lot of the focus of the history, uh, the industry, and just how it evolved as a town is just really um, connected to the canal and its place on the river. Yeah. Do you want to speak more about that in terms of the history, the canal, uh, the when it was settled, if you have that information, or just like the, the any interesting tidbits about it being like a, a ferry port back in the day? I mean, I don't have anything as in-depth as when it was settled or, I mean, who the first person was there, or at least the first European settler um, that came to the area. However, I do think that just by nature of it being a canal town and so evolving maybe into a factory town at some point in history, and then now kind of evolving past that to have a lot of that kind of charming callbacks to the canal and the ferry. I think that it's just fantastic in the way it has moved through history. And now that it's been, you know, back when it was first settled, it was a great, you know, stop between the commute of New York and Philadelphia and a town that was dependent on the Delaware River. And it still is that to this day. And I think that's part of the charm. Right. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. I think a town like this that has so much history, uh, it was founded back in 1705. It was originally settled as a ferry port, um, which obviously it's a it's a riverfront town. So this makes a lot of sense. And 
Um, I think what's so cool about Lambertville for me is that a lot of that history, you could see it just walking through the streets. Absolutely. Like the history has maintained and evolved throughout time. And like you said, you can just take a walking tour through the town and really see all of these old buildings that were established, you know, 1700s, 1800s, and just really get a feel for what happened back then. Yeah. And I, I definitely think the architecture would be one of the things that I would recommend people who are visiting to keep an eye out for because it lends itself to the history, but also there have been a lot of renovations over the years. So you have these these well-preserved townhouses, these beautiful Victorian homes, these old brick buildings that have turned into art galleries and shops and restaurants. And you could still see the history, feel the history, but also appreciate how this small town of fewer than 4,000 people has really evolved over a couple hundred years. I actually saw that it was some uh, articles were referencing Lambertville and calling it the smallest city in the U.S. I know technically 4,000 people does not a city make, but I can see why they would call it that. It seems to have a lot of history, hustle and bustle, things going on, an amazing dining atmosphere and opportunity. So yeah, I can see why that it would be touted as such. Right. Yeah. And I think what has made Lambertville into such a popular destination today, besides being a riverside town separating New Jersey and Pennsylvania, it also has developed a really special artisan community Mm -hmm. with a lot of galleries, cafes, small businesses. You have furniture shops, jewelry shops, flea markets. Um, It's kind of become this hub of shopping almost. I will say that I had no idea that it, I mean, that makes total sense, but it's such a hub for antique shops. So I feel like there were so many, um, so like the people's store that is dated back to 1839, Funk and Junk, Golden Nugget, all of these antique shopping, like, you know, hubs just throughout the town. If you're into that and going through trying to find a good find or something historic, I think you could just spend weeks going through what Lambertville has to offer. Yeah, most definitely. And so in terms of, okay, you mentioned some of these places where you can shop, which I think is super interesting that a lot of people have made this a destination to shop for things outside of just, you know, your regular big box stores. You can find these small places where you can get treasures, antiques, collectibles, random things you won't find in, you know, your everyday big box store and which is how it's lent itself to the nickname, the antiques capital of New Jersey. Mm -hmm. So in terms of shopping, flea markets, businesses, vintage halls, places like that, you mentioned the golden nugget, um, which I I added to my itinerary, but we could talk about that later. Um, (laughs) Were there any other fun places that you heard of that maybe people would want to check out to shop? or cool spots uh, on that Main Street stretch? Well, I did notice that there just seems to be a lot to do, and it's varied. So you can have a bicycle tour, you can go see live music, you can go to a theater, go to the Music Mountain Theater, Bucks County Playhouse. Um, I actually don't know the specific locations of those, so I'm not sure if it's actually on the main drag. But there just seems to be a varied 
sort of experience you can have in this very small area. Yeah, that's true. And I think also just in terms of history, there are a lot of places to check out that have historical ties too, which, uh, you know, if you're, you're a history buff and you're in New Jersey and you're looking for a couple places to go to check out what life was like back in the 18th century, let's say, there are a couple places that you should definitely explore. The Holcomb Jameson Farmstead Museum, mm-hmm. I found, is a, a museum dedicated to the preservation of agriculture, agricultural heritage in the county from the 18th to 20th century. And the whole property has been restored to have a post office, a general store, a print shop, a carriage shed. And uh, you can really just take a, a trip back in time visiting this one museum alone. Wow, yeah. And honestly, it what you mentioned about um, the museum, but also the historic buildings in the town itself, I think being someone who's not familiar with New Jersey, I always thought that to really explore those more historic towns in that kind of like quaint New England charm, you'd have to go further up the coast and head to, you know, like Massachusetts, Maine and you know, it, but it really isn't the case. And maybe this is me, a Midwesterner speaking out of ignorance, but I thought it was so incredible to have such a, you know, rich kind of place to visit, you know, so kind of far out from where I thought you'd have to travel to see that. Yeah. I think that makes sense too, because there was just doing some research on Lambertville and discovering that, uh, you know, for example, the James Wilson Marshall house, was the home to James Wilson Marshall. He is the person that discovered gold in California in 1848. Yes, and I have to assume that he inspired maybe the golden nugget uh, shopping. (laughs) Right, Right, but I think just like interesting facts like that, you probably wouldn't expect, you know, the dude that discovered gold in California to have come from Lambertville, New Jersey. Right. And there's even, um, I discovered the, you know, Shad Fest. They literally celebrate the return of Shad, the, the fish, uh, you know, the fish. Um, oh, I did wow. not realize that that was something that, A, disappeared, perhaps overfishing. <laughs> but, you know, that. but they celebrate it in April. And it's just like a unique piece of history that, yeah, they get together and celebrate the Shad. That's so interesting. It's right around my birthday, too. So maybe I mark that Shad Festival for my upcoming birthday. Oh, yeah. It's it's the place to be. I love that. Well, I will say that it's it's named the Shad Festival, but I do think it's more of like an artisan festival um, that it was based on fish. But there's like, you know, a lot of like music and arts and it's not just, hey, do you like fish? Right. Let us tell you about this. <laughs> not a fish specific festival. No. OK, good to know. Let's talk about geography for a second. For people that are unfamiliar with, let's say, New Jersey or um, Lambertville in general, did you find any geographical information that could kind of like point them in the in the nearest direction of of this place or drive you know a certain amount of time and you'll end up there? Did you find anything geographically that can help people get to Lambertville? Well, I mean, as far as 
how do you would actually get to Lambertville? I mean, it depends where you're coming from, but I will say that it's north of Philadelphia. That's that's yes. stop number one. It's it's between Philadelphia and New York. So if you are a little bit confused as to where we're talking about, and it's not like I would actually know what the state, I mean, this sounds very bad, but if you had to put the state of New Jersey in front of me and you're like, point out Trenton, I would have to take a minute. <laughs> but right. if you, it's basically equidistant in between Philadelphia and New York. Um, and it's right on the border of, uh, you know, New Jersey and Philadelphia, as you said, with New Hope, correct? So- Yes. If you were to just look at the Delaware River that runs down that dividing line, you would stumble upon Lambertville. Yeah, I think that's the the perfect way to describe it because being equidistant from Philadelphia, New York, that gives people, I think, more of a generalized idea versus, like you said, point out Trenton. I mean, I lived right. in New Jersey. I grew up in New Jersey and I probably still could. I'm a little wishy-washy on where uh, <laughs> the capital city of New Jersey is. But right. um, if you are in Trenton, you can get to Lambertville in less than 30 minutes. And you can also, if you're in the Princeton area, get to Lambertville in about 30 minutes. So... Uh, just in case anybody that happens to be in Trenton or Princeton or, you know, in uh, in Pennsylvania, right around in that area in Pennsylvania, too. I mean, there you can at least walk over the bridge and you're right there in Lambertville, which I think is really neat to visit two states in one trip just by foot. Yep. Yeah. And it's one of those um, really unique places to me, um, being on the river, that it has its own vibe well you know like mm. if you go to a mountain town or a plains town or you know the river canal vibe i love because you get a lot of biking paths walking trails they have such a vibrant sort of culture around just being placed on the river and it's really beautiful it might you might not think so like oh it's not on the coast you don't have a beach or large and you know, sweeping sand dunes like we discussed in Sagatuck, but it is does have its own kind of quaint peaceful beauty. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I think the energy that it seems Lambertville is giving off is very different from any place we've already discussed in this small town mm -hmm. getaways, but it still just packs such a an interesting punch because I feel like you can it is extremely charming, extremely quaint, but there's something about it. I feel like maybe it's the history that just makes it so different and provides such a different experience like going to Saugatuck, which, mm -hmm. you know, these two places might be similar in terms of adjectives you would use to describe them, but they really are very much different in their own right. That is such a great point. And as we go through and talk about all of these small towns, I think we toss around the words quaint and charming and just, you know... Yeah, It sounds like we're describing the same exact place, but it definitely has a, a completely different feel. It's like a weird juxtaposition of history, peaceful um, sort of activities that, you know, you can go on a hike, you can go on a bike ride, but there's also just a quirkiness to it that I did not expect whenever I first started researching. Right. Yeah. Did you come across any uh, really cool things to do in Lambertville that you were just like, oh, we have to talk about this? So I think, too, I do have them on my itinerary, so I'm not sure if I should save it for my perfect day in Lambertville 
or bring okay. it up now. Okay. Yeah, maybe we do that. Because honestly, that's become my favorite segment is just to not only get to plan a perfect day, but also listen to your perfect day because I do feel like you find some really great spots as well. Well, yeah. I mean, I think almost learning by doing, if we were planning a trip to Lambertville, you know, it's going to be a different sort of experience than just researching the, you know, factoids and the history of the place. No. Are are you a big planner when you travel? Are you the type of person that will create itineraries or you kind of just wing it? Oh, you have no idea. I get all the (laughs) spreadsheets out. I'm (laughs) researching. Well, the thing is, I like to do enough planning so that way I have flexibility and don't need to plan. So if I make a reservation or look up spots on a map and I save it, I've already done the research and then I can then wing it on the day, but I do so with like an educated background of, oh, we're in this neighborhood, so we can just hop over to say the Salt Pub Gastro Pub or Salt House Gastro Pub because I know it's next to wherever we are right now. That's cool. I like that. So you just really, you pinpoint the places you definitely want to check out. And then if you happen to be in the area or, you know, you're fitting it into your itinerary, it's not like you have a schedule that you're going by, you know, hour one, we do this, hour oh, two, absolutely. <laughs> right. How about you? Um, I'm a big planner, but I do love those uh, moments of spontaneity. Mm-hmm that I feel like really ends up making the whole trip because you're not expecting it. Yep. And I think Lambertville would really lend themselves, lend itself to that because there's so much going on. You could plan to have a reservation at a restaurant, take a walk down to see some live music, but then you see maybe an art house is screening a movie or there's like a stand-up show and you weren't expecting it, but you could just wander in and have a good time. Yeah, I do love that. uh, For me, when I travel, I like to look up events that are happening uh, that day, or go on to like the their uh, you know the the city Facebook page, website, or like an events page or something to see what's happening. Because even those, like you said, a a stand up comedy show or a, a movie screening. There are so many small things from big cities you visit to places like Lambertville that have happenings that maybe you wouldn't find in your regular research, but you'll only find when you're there and Mm -hmm. or you're walking by a cafe and you see that they're advertising a, a comedy show or a bar trivia. And it's just there's really no other way to plan for those things except if you're immersed in the town or city and walking around. Right. Yep. And I think that's one thing that as we get more and more into these small towns, I'm starting to realize that no matter how much research we do, I think there's a natural sort of organic spontaneity that's going to happen if you, you know, take a journey and visit one of these towns because there's so much that I think you should just open yourself to the idea of, you know, a spontaneous decision. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the most fun you can have when you travel is Mm -hmm. just being open to really just whatever happens. And that's how memories are made. So you said you grew up in New Jersey. Are you familiar with Lambertville? Have you been before? I've been to Lambertville. Yes. I have not been there in a very long time, nor have I explored it as much as I should have. Um, Mm -hmm. It was really just getting to New Hope, which uh, is such a shame because to me, New Hope was 
living in New Jersey, New Hope, uh, you know, especially back way back when, uh, it was the place to go because it really was a huge art centric town. And it was that that quirky offbeat town that I think everybody has in their state that you Mm -hmm. go to for a more tailored small town experience. And that's what we did. And I but I never spent enough time in Lambertville. And now I'm kind of kicking myself because this place just looks so cool. Yeah, it almost seems like the hidden gem. Like even if you are going to an event in New Hope, stay in Lambertville because there's just so much, so many hidden gems to uncover in that small yeah, town. Definitely. So with that said, we can segue into a perfect day in Lambertville, New Jersey. I feel like there should have been a drum roll or something, like symbols <laughs> crashing. Right. Okay. So for you, Sarah, what is your perfect day? in Lambertville, New Jersey. Okay, so I'm going to begin with where I'm staying. I will say that there is a lot of really cute places in Lambertville, and I was tempted by the Lambertville Station Restaurant and Inn. It looks luxurious and has great views of the river, but then I stumbled across the River House at Odette's. Definitely more my vibe, great river views, a large outdoor patio, and the rooms are just designed with an eclectic but contemporary feel that I love. So... I'd stay there, grab breakfast at the hotel. They have a great menu, wake up early. And then I think I'd take an early hike to the Goat Hill Overlook nearby so I can see the fog and mist rolling in over the river towns in the morning and just get a really good like 360 view. And it seems that the Goat Hill Overlook is an easy hike too. So it doesn't require a whole lot of preparation. And then I would book a bike tour. There's a lot of them, but I saw there is a there's a lot of cycle and sip tours. So you, you know, pedal along the canal, make some stops at historic sites, and then you can end at a winery. So cool. perfect. Yeah. It would just be a great end to a bike ride. Um, but I do think the top attraction that I would want to hit in the area is Nakashima Woodworking, which I don't think they're regularly open and you might have to do some research of when you can visit but I could spend just all day looking through the shop, browsing the pieces and catalog, trying to maybe even order something special. And it's just a woodworking shop with, you know, a unique sort of take on how they create their pieces, the philosophy behind it. And it's just absolutely gorgeous, um, all of what they make. And it has like almost like a nice... um a nice grounds that you can explore as well. So I I think that's just like one of the best things that you could do if you're into, um, you know, just a, if you're into like woodworking or architecture, there's like a Japanese garden there and the history I think is just really fascinating. And you could even, you know, come away with some really unique piece of furniture. And then I'd probably end the day if I couldn't go to the act, Acme Screening Room, which is like a indie theater that shows a lot of movies. Um, I, if I went this weekend, I would probably stop by the uh, Midnight Society event, which is a event hosted by local horror creators for local horror creators. Oh gosh, I can't say that very well. <laughs> um, but they screen cult classic films and experimental films, and it's just like a really fun place to see like some art films, and then. Oh my goodness. End with dinner, but where? Uh, There seems to be just so many options in the area. Um, 
So you could go to a meal at the Old Stone restaurant that's in a converted 150-year-old church. Like Whoa. I mentioned before, the Salt House, which is a gastropub, but it's in a stone building from 1751. Wow. I mean, you really nailed it when you said like all of these historic buildings have been converted in really creative ways. So I would just yeah. want to try everything, honestly. Right. Okay. So maybe yours is a perfect weekend. Right. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I'm going to have to make a lot of reservations. <laughs> right. All right. So what about you? Where are you getting coffee first? Yes. Okay. So um, I found this place called and I really hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, Sneddon's Luncheonette. Okay. It's S-N-E-D-D-O-N-S. And uh, it's such a mom and pop place. It's so mom and pop that when I was looking at their Facebook page, I was just reading some of their posts and the owners literally posted to the people in the community, we're closing early today because Eileen and I have a wedding. Like that's how, yeah, I just, I love how quaint that is in and of itself that they're literally speaking to their community. Like, uh, yeah, all those mom and pop places that are like that close, close knit community. Mm -hmm. I'll definitely support 100%. And uh, people even reviewed it saying that everyone treats you like family when you go there. So for me, that's the perfect place to start. Get some, grab some coffee, a plate of pancakes, Sneddon's luncheonette. Um, and then next I would walk the, uh, the canal, the towpath on Mm -hmm. the canal and probably just stretch my legs a little bit, walk along the river. Uh, there are people that, that hike, bike, walk, uh, just sit and enjoy nature. So I feel like that would just be a great way to kind of introduce myself to the town, see what's around, maybe just watch the river for a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I would probably do some shopping. I feel like you can't visit the antiques capital of New Jersey without uh, popping into a couple places. Right. So uh, Golden Nugget is, I didn't know this, but it's over 50 years old. And it's an institution wow. for, yeah, for residents of Lambertville. Uh, it, they've, they've declared it an institution because it's, it's so old. It's been running. It's open year round, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and it, people have said it's gotten the name golden nugget because it's considered a gold mine for vintage treasures and finds and stuff like that. Uh, so it's a flea market and it's, I think largely outdoors too, but it just seems like such a great place to find some, some weird stuff, which Mm -hmm. is definitely my jam. Um, and then I had, mine was a toss up. I had the Acme screening room, which to me, local art house cinema, Every time I will, I will go, Um, especially a place like that, that's just features independent cinema and documentary films you can't really find anywhere else. That's Mm -hmm. like my jam. So it was between that or going to Music Mountain Theater and catching a live show because I also love local theater. Yeah, Uh, that's tough. Yeah, I know. Because also I was like, okay, maybe Music Mountain Theater, they only do a couple of productions a year. They're not. They do about 10 to 15 plays every single year they're constantly rotating and it's mostly uh iconic musicals that the community comes together to put on yeah so they were doing in the heights um very nice just seems like a great place to find some uh some local theater and then for me i combined dinner with my overnight accommodations at lambertville station restaurant and inn 
um, it, it really sold me. I, I saw looking at the pictures of this one Riverview suite that had a, oh, a fireplace yeah. and a, a mm-hmm. bathtub overlooking the river. And I was like, okay, that's it. Sold. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> that would be my overnight. And then also the restaurant, it just seems like such a cool place. Um, it's in a restored 19th century train station. They have uh, their own herb garden that they grow their herbs. They have alfresco dining during the warm months. And then they also have the wine cellar with uh, 50 different boutique wines to choose from. Oh, wow. So just seems like the perfect place to end the night. And then definitely, a you know, the bathtub overlooking the Delaware River and the twinkling lights across uh, Pennsylvania. It just sounds like the perfect way to end the day. Oh, yeah. I saw that suite and some other ones. There was just like a corner room, lots of windows. It just looks idyllic. I will say that it sounds like you probably need a weekend for Lamborghini yeah. as well. <laughs> And there were so many things. I found a, uh, which is closed now, and I was so mad, a vampire museum. Oh, my God. Which, uh, yep. I know. That would have been yes. amazing. <laughs> so it it closed down, but it was one of the most extraordinary collections of vampire-themed antiques in the world. Uh, the wow. owner of the museum, a uh, gentleman by the name of Edmondo Creamy, he was an antiques dealer. He traveled the world collecting these weird objects for over half century and uh, all related to vampires which just seemed like such a such a quirky thing to do in when you're visiting a small town yeah i would have loved to go there do you know why I they know. shut down i don't oh, no. i don't but it yeah i was bummed cuz that that definitely would have made my my itinerary for sure and but. I also just realized that as we have been talking about the things we'd like to do in the town, we both mentioned walking along the co- towpath and the canal. And yeah. if you're not from an area that has one, I think we might need to explain, but a towpath is just a road or trail that's on the bank of a river or a canal. And typically they don't use them much anymore, but back in the day, um, like a team of horses or donkeys or even a land vehicle could pull a uh, a boat or barge through the canal. So that towpath was usually made for, you know, like a team of horses, but now a lot of people bike, walk, and just enjoy uh, rivers on the towpath. Yeah. And it, it looks beautiful too, especially seasonally. Um, did you, based on your research, did you find maybe the best time of year to visit Lambertville? You know, it seemed to have, you know, very cold winters, pretty humid summers, I think just based on its location. I don't know if it's because of the river or it's a little bit too inland from the Atlantic coast to where it's not getting that sort of effect of where the weather is like regulated. I'm not sure, but Mm. um, I was leaning towards fall. I feel like I've said autumn for every single place, but (laughs) I think autumn would be a great time to visit. Yeah, I do agree with that. I I don't blame you for saying that because most small towns, I feel like they really embrace autumn in the most Mm -hmm. beautiful way. So I think that's very fair. I think also spring would be a great time to visit. Um, You know, just you have wildflowers. Because it's such a walkable town, I feel like you want to choose a time when you can really get out there and, and walk or bike and see it all. I will say that um, I'm glad you brought that up because the walkability of this town is great. And not only can you cross the bridge to go into New Hope, but you can pretty much cover everything you want to on foot, which is wonderful. Yeah, it really is. Because then when you're visiting, you don't have to worry about renting a car 
or Ubering from one place to another. You have everything right there at your fingertips that you could walk to. Yeah, I will say for me that walkability scores are high on my priority list for A, um, if I'm visiting or B, if I was moving somewhere because I could just walk for ages. Like, don't worry about the car. It's going to, I don't mind driving. It doesn't stress me out, but I'd much rather just sort of, you know, see it myself out there walking around the neighborhoods. Yeah, same. Because I also think that's how you find the hidden gems and the the Mm -hmm. places that maybe don't advertise online or don't have a website but you're walking and you see them and you're like, hey, I'm going to pop in here. And then that's how you find the places that maybe nobody else really knows to go. Yes. And I will say that even though we sort of honed in on fall or spring, due to its you know proximity to New Hope, there's a lot of festivals and events all year long happening both in New Hope and Lambertville. Mainly New Hope, um, I think just because it is a slightly bigger town, correct? Yes. Yeah, so I, I saw a lot of the events were just almost every month in New Hope. So, but that actually, you know, still lends itself to hey, you should visit Lambertville, stay, and if you want to find something extra to do, you know, there's a lot of events nearby. Right. Yeah, it's like a two for one. Mm-hmm. So wrapping this up, Lambertville, New Jersey. Did you have any initial thoughts going into this with Lambertville that maybe? have changed since you started researching or anything you really want people to know about Lambertville that you are so excited to find? I will say that on first look, I honestly thought that Lambertville didn't really jump out at me. And it wasn't until I began researching all the different things you can do and in such a small area and with such history that I really saw that how it could stand apart because I think if you were to just say Google it, you might not realize from the get-go just how in-depth and wonderful it can be. So it's one of those towns that I think you have to sort of assimilate and get used to a little bit before you really make a judge of it. I think that's a fantastic point, and I felt exactly the same way um, because just maybe initial first glance, you're like, oh, it just looks like a regular small town. But really, the more you Mm -hmm. dive deep into the restaurants, into the hiking trails, into the mom and pop shops, businesses, flea markets, it really kind of showed a completely different side. Uh, And then you dive into the history, which I had no idea about, and it really kind of shapes this town in, in a completely different way than I was expecting. Yes. And I will say it's one of those towns where you are hard pressed to find a chain. And I love that. Yes. Yes. 100% I agree with you there. If you're ready to take on this adventure with us, exploring the best small town getaways across the United States, make sure to like and subscribe on whatever listening platform you use. Only in Your State is an award-winning travel publisher that uncovers hidden gems and local favorites across the U.S., We have a presence in all 50 states with a passionate following of fellow travelers looking to get out and explore. Head on over to onlyinyourstate.com to find the best attractions in your backyard and beyond.